Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes mid swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back at it as we get into our number two of a Graybar Sports Open Line here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauly. Coming up uh, here in the second hour of the program, we are set to be uh, joined by Brian Barnhart. He's going to join us in about uh, 10 minutes or so. And then later on in the hour, Charles Davis will talk with us through uh, the Super Bowl, which is just a little bit more than a week away. A week from Sunday is when the Super Bowl is set to take place. If you would like to join us, you can do so by calling or texting 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. Or you can tweet at me if you'd like, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Would be interested in your thoughts on what the Cardinals did yesterday. If you do have uh, thoughts on them going and um, reportedly, again, they have not announced the signing yet, but uh, all indications are that uh, Kenyon Middleton is going to be, or Keenan Middleton, excuse me, is going to be uh, joining the team. Uh, Middleton again last year. You look at what he did down the stretch with the Yankees. He was really good. He was really, really good. 1.88 ERA in 14 and a third innings, struck out 17. He's a guy who strikes strikes hitters out, and that is something that this team has been missing, and it's something that the team has been trying to go get. And when you look at really what they what they've added from a bullpen standpoint, they have added a fair amount of swing and miss. Now, from a starting pitching standpoint, they've still got a fair amount of uh, pitch to contact kind of guys. Sonny Gray will strike some folks out. Lance Lynn will strike some guys out, but they don't have that, that flame throwing strikeout starting pitcher as it sits right now. I think that's why when we talk about Dylan cease, uh, that's one of the things that really makes him a good fit for the Cardinals is because he's got a little bit of a different profile than what you currently have in the rotation. And he would fit right in, but it's obviously a lot easier to remake a bullpen than it is to remake a starting rotation. And the Cardinals essentially did remake their starting rotation. They just did it in a way where some of the guys that they brought in are not big time swing and miss pitchers. You're fine during the regular season. Uh, once you get to the postseason, you, you do want to have swing and miss, but on the same side of that, once you get to the postseason, your starting pitchers are going, they're not going deep anyways during the regular season for the most part. And the Cardinals want their pitchers to go a little bit deeper this year than they were getting last year for sure. 
but being able to add some swing and miss out of the bullpen, and you get that with Middleton, you get that with uh, with Kittredge as well. I really, really like the signing. Uh, this isn't that big name that I know a lot of Cardinals fans were hoping for, but he is somebody who makes the team better. And I thought the Cardinals had as good of a chance as just about any other team in the division to win the division this year. And I know for many, it's not just about winning the division. It's about much more than that. It's about being able to compete in the postseason, And we'll certainly get to that conversation. But after the year that the Cardinals had last year, that next step is being able to get back into the postseason. That doesn't mean give them a free pass if they get into the postseason and don't perform in the postseason. It, they, they still need to be a team that can get some wins and win a series in the playoffs. We just haven't seen a lot of that recently. But the first thing you need to do is get back to a point where you are uh, in the playoffs. And from for hopefully they have done enough. I think they're probably done. Probably. Um, there are still enough guys out there from a free agent standpoint that maybe something comes back to them. I don't know if the market is, is to that point yet, even though, even though we're basically a week and a half out from pitchers and catchers reporting, I I don't get the sense quite yet that the market is as a place where it's going to kind of come back around and players are going to reassess maybe some offers or some opportunities that they had previously. I do. You get to that point during this during this next few weeks and as spring training gets underway absolutely you're going to get to that at some point in time i don't get the sense that we've gone to that point quite yet it does remain rather remarkable when you think about it that a Blake Snell and a Jordan Montgomery are still just sitting out there and i know neither of those guys want to get to spring training late there's not a lot of time to get something done there's got to be some urgency from some team and from their agents to be able to get that deal done and get it done sooner than later. I would love to know what kind of offers they have on the table right now and what they've not wanted to accept and whether or not anything is able to be built off of that. Because I mean, teams right now where you're at, you, you gotta be ready to, to move forward with what you have. And I, I think the Cardinals would be very comfortable with where they're at right now going into the season. Again, if something comes back to them, fantastic, but I I'm not for sure that that's going to happen. I think this is going to largely uh, be the roster that we expect to see 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can tweet at me at Matt Pauly on air. Let's grab Steve. Who's given us a call. Hey, Steve, you're on sports open line. Hi, Matt. Hey, yeah, I, I just had an observation. I was uh, looking through some uh, stuff, uh, and uh, I, I pulled up a, a projected Cardinal roster f- from two years ago. And uh, it's got the pictures of all the players, and uh, I thought it interesting that uh, it shows uh, how times have changed. Where 28 of the pic- pictured players, of those 28, uh, 19 are gone. Yeah, I, I you know, honestly, you probably, that's, that's, that's what happens when you've got older guys on the team. And that's what happens when you don't have a lot of success. I think they've made, they've got 12 or 13 new guys on the 40 man roster just from last year to this year. It's uh, yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me that much. Yeah. I just thought that, uh, you know, we see these uh, uh, player deals being made, uh, you know, uh, currently. And uh, I was just, uh, I just thought it uh, uh, quite telling that uh, we've had a big overhaul in players and, uh, 
haven't had much to show for it the last couple of years. Yes, yeah, Steve, I, I appreciate the phone call, and it's a good observation uh, by you for sure. It's going to continue to move that way. I mean, when you think about the Cardinals roster here moving forward, you've got a bunch of starting pitchers who are on relatively short-term deals. This is going to be an organization that, once again, is going to have to add to starting pitching next offseason. Uh, you've got some older guys like Nolan Arnato and Paul Goldschmidt who still have some years left in their career, but three, four, five years down the line, they're not going to be, uh, they're certainly not going to be around anymore. No guarantee that Paul Goldschmidt resigns with the team. I think that is likely to happen. In fact, I still think there's a possibility that that could happen during spring training. The organization tends to have at least one extension during spring training. Although when you listen to people talk, there seems to be some sense of just um, some sense of, Goldschmidt is going to let the season play out and the Cardinals are going to let the season play out and, and see where it goes from there. But I, I've talked about this a lot. I think the Cardinals are at a bit of a crossroads right now. What they did with starting pitching for next year is a little bit of a Band-Aid for the short term. They are still, from a from a developmental standpoint, can they start developing high-end pitching once again? It's something that they haven't done a lot of lately. Players like Tink Hentz and TK Roby give you reason to be excited about the future. But I still, as, as we know what the baseball rules are going to be moving forward, as we know about the importance of swing and miss, and as the Cardinals have been a team that have pitched to contacts largely, they're at a bit of a crossroads, and we'll see where they uh, end up going from there. All right, we will take a break, and when we return, we are set to be joined by uh, Brian Barnhart, the superb play-by-play voice of University of Illinois basketball and football. The Fighting Illini, they are uh, they're on a pretty good roll. They, they, they suffered a tough loss here recently, but for the most part, they're having a fantastic season. There's been a little drama involved with it as well. We'll get into all of it with uh, Brian Barnhart. He joins us in just a moment as we roll on with the Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, 
It's a great bar sports open line right here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. We are efforting Brian Barnhart, the very, very talented play-by-play voice of uh, Illinois football and basketball. We hope to be talking with him here in uh, just a moment or so. We'll try to uh, get him on to talk a little bit about what's going on with the Fighting Illini who continue to put together a very, very good season. They are currently ranked number 14 in both the AP poll and the coaches poll. They are sitting with a uh, overall record of uh, 16 and five. They are seven and three in Big Ten conference play. You know, they had that tough loss at Northwestern a couple Wednesdays ago. They lost that game in overtime, 96-91. Anytime a team that's ranked in the top 20 has a has a loss like that against a team that's not as good as them. You always wonder: Is this going to be? Is this just kind of a one-off, or is this going to be something that turns out is a little bit of a, of an issue? Well, since then they've put together two pretty solid wins. They were able to knock off Indiana at home, seventy to sixty-two, and then they went to Ohio State. Ohio State's not having a great season by any stretch of the mind, uh, but that's a tough place to play, and they were able to win that game so, not easily, but certainly handily. Eighty-seven seventy-five was the final score uh, in that one, and they'll get back at it coming up on Sunday when they're going to uh, take on Nebraska. You know, one of the things with this team, and I'll be honest with you. We haven't talked about this a lot on this program because I, I don't know how to talk about it. The the situation with Terrence Shannon Jr. Right. We can because if for those of you who don't know, he he was accused of rape in Kansas. Uh he was removed from the basketball team and and, and university activities by the university. At that point, uh, his lawyer got involved. They went to the court system to try to get an injunction allowing him to rejoin, basically saying that he wasn't getting due process, that he was being punished for something that uh, he was not convicted of. Uh, the The courts agreed with that. They, they with uh, I don't know the legal terminology, but they upheld, I guess, the injunction would be the way to say it. And he was he rejoined the team, and he's been playing pretty well since then. So... A few things on that, and this is why it's really hard to talk about, because this is where you you just want to know the truth. This is where it really, you could look like you made a good decision or a bad decision based upon what the end result ends up being. And I'm always careful on this because anytime a woman accuses somebody um, of uh, of something, being dismissive of that is not the appropriate thing to do by any stretch of the mind. So, but, but Shannon at the same time has denied the allegations. He has sat there and uh, he, he has worked with authorities on it. You just don't know. You just don't know what the truth is. And the last thing you want is for him to be guilty of that and have gotten the opportunity to return to playing basketball. That looks really bad. At the same time, you don't want to take the opportunity of playing basketball away from him where, and then it turns out that he is found not guilty or he's innocent of it. And that's, that's the struggle in all of this. And I don't know where I land on this. And this is going to be, um, this is going to be a weird analogy. And I want to be careful with what I say here, but it's not a God given right to play basketball because that, that, that's the main point that I'm getting to. 
It's not this God-given right. It's not it, when when you have that taken away from you. It's not something that you need to just have because it's something that when you're when you're born, you're given the right to uh, to to play basketball. I always comp- uh, I don't always, but I, I would compare it almost like I, I get frustrated sometimes with people who complain about all the all the different hoops that they have to jump through to be able to get on an airplane and fly. Like it's it's not fun. I get it. We we don't like going through security. We don't like taking our belts off. We don't like taking our shoes off. We don't like doing all that stuff. But if you don't want to do that, you can get in your car and you can drive wherever you want to go. It's not a it's not this god-given right. So when people get really upset about that type of stuff and make it seem like that their rights are being violated, um I don't I, I no, no it's not. You can get in your car and you can you can drive. So this very weird, and I want to be careful, analogy to what's going on here. It, you're, it's not your God-given right just to be able to go play basketball. So that's where I think if you're the university, you struggle with this and probably why the initial decision was made that would remove them. And perhaps you know, it, it, it kind of worked out well for the university, honestly, because now they, they, they're able to just kind of wash their hands of the situation. No matter what happens, if he ends up being found guilty and you go back and you say, man, that, uh, that was a bad look allowing him to play basketball. Well, the university can say, look, we, we did what we wanted to do. We, we removed him from the team. We removed him from the university. If you want to blame somebody for him coming back to play basketball, you blame the court system. You, you blame the judge that made the decision. That's, that's, where, that's where you assess the blame. You don't assess the blame on the university. So it really worked out well for them because they're able to kind of wash their hands of the whole situation. I don't know. I, I didn't get into sports broadcasting to talk about things like these. It's, it's an uncomfortable thing to talk about. Unfortunately for Illinois, it is going to continue to be one of the central themes of the narrative this season that they are, that they're playing with him with this, with this dark cloud hovering Give credit as well, and I always it's always tough to kind of bring something back to sports when you're talking about something as serious as we're talking about here because these are very, very, very serious allegations, and if true, just you know, heinous actions that nobody should ever be committing. You've got all this going on that can, from a sports perspective, that can be a distraction. It's more important than being a basketball distraction, but it can be a distraction nonetheless. And the team has been able to react fairly well to it. Now, obviously, he's a big part of that because he's been uh, he's been playing well. He was tied for the team lead and points scored in the last game out uh, when he had 23. He's his numbers. He has continued to be one of the uh, top players in all of college basketball this season. I mean, he's putting together uh, one heck of a season and. Give, give credit where credit is due. Speaking of college basketball this weekend, uh, certainly an interesting weekend. Missouri, just trying to find trying to find something, trying to gain some traction, put something together this season. They are now 0-8 in SEC play. They might, they might just get that first win in conference play coming up tomorrow afternoon because they go to Nashville to take on a Vanderbilt team. And Vanderbilt is also winless in SEC play. Uh, Missouri's 0-8 in the conference. Vanderbilt's 0-7. You know both these teams have been looking at this game because losing like that wears on you. 
And when you finally get that hope, you finally have that opponent that you feel like you're able to knock off, you, you go for it. And you, you've, it's that, it's that moment where you, you just know that this, this long, tough run could come to an end. So Missouri and Vanderbilt are feeling the exact same way. Missouri feels very good going into Vanderbilt. They feel like they're going to be able to win that first conference game. I'm sure Vanderbilt feels the exact same way that they have put together just a miserable season, really from the start. They're only five and 15 overall. Oh, and seven in sec play. They see an Oh, and eight conference team in Missouri coming into Nashville and they're getting ready for that one. So we'll see if Missouri can, can put it together. It's, Somebody was asking me the other day if I think that Dennis Gates' seat is getting warm based upon what's happening this year. And the answer to that is clearly no. No, it's not. We saw what he could do last year. He brought in a lot of transfers last year. It really worked out well. A lot of those guys that he brought in last year were guys that were very familiar with him from his time at Cleveland State. And it all came together. Uh, He has put together a fantastic recruiting class for next year. You hope that recruiting class is able to stay together, that nobody looks at what's happening this year and all of a sudden makes the decision that maybe they want to uh, they want to look elsewhere. But I've still got a lot of confidence in, in Coach Gates that he's the right guy to be leading this program forward. Now, if if things just don't really get better this year and then you go into next season and it's more of the same, then maybe you start talking about that. But we're, we're not to that point yet. And we saw what he could do last year. That's... Unfortunately, that's the world of college basketball we're living in right now, where you've got the transfer portal and you're essentially re-recruiting your team on an annual basis. And uh, right now, based off some of the um, Tennessee was just um, accused of doing some things by the NCAA when it comes to name image likeness that isn't totally legal. Tennessee responded. Now this is going through the court system where uh, basically judges are deciding whether or not it's legal for players to be both restricted in terms of how many times they can transfer. And also if there should be restrictions on name image likeness, again, the NCAA is going to be caught from behind on this. Uh, they, they're just not forward thinking. And every time they do something, it's like the law can find a reason that what they're doing is not what they're supposed to be doing. So we are likely to be moving in a direction. Once the courts really look at this, where there's going to be very little restrictions upon what can happen on name image likeness, all while players are going to be allowed to probably transfer as many times as they want. And that's going to turn into a situation where you are re-recruiting your own team every year and you are relying on the transfer portal every year as well. And if you strike out on a couple portal guys, if it just doesn't work out for you, you can go from having a really good season to having a really bad season from one year to the next and I think that's what we're seeing right now with Missouri. And I would suspect that we're going to see a little bit more of that uh, moving forward. Just That's just the way things are going to be in the world of college athletics as it sits right now. All right. Well, we've got the uh, Super Bowl coming up a week from Sunday. Looking forward to this one. Charles Davis, NFL analyst for uh, CBS. He is just, he he's great at what he does. He is set to join us in just a moment or so. Don't go anywhere as we roll on with the Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. 
Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes mid swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. We are back at it as we roll on. It's a great bar sports open line. Final show of the week. We get into a uh, pro bowl weekend. If that's uh, your thing. And then next weekend, it is a uh, super bowl weekend. We're very happy to be able to uh, talk about the super bowl with an analyst for uh, CBS. I'm excited about this conversation. He is uh, Charles Davis. Charles, I appreciate you taking some uh, time with us today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Trust everything's good in your world. Yeah, everything is. Uh, everything's fantastic. I know. Are you still? Um, do you still work with the Senior Bowl and the NFL Combine and help staff that? Is that something that you still do in your world? I am. I'm actually in Mobile, Alabama now. Senior Bowl game tomorrow. What's uh, what has this experience been like? And how how fun is it to see that that next group of NFL players in that uh, in those surroundings? It, I, I like the way you presented it because that's exactly what it is. It, there's always a reminder, you know, when you go to one of these events that there's going to be another crop coming. And how many times have we gone through different things where there's a lot of gloom and doom of, oh, my God, these great players are going to be exiting soon. And who's going to replace them? <laughs> and what has history always taught us? There's always someone to replace. Do they always hit the heights of the greatest of the great? Maybe not initially, but over time, <laughs> you know, it, it happens. So. Yeah, it's always fun to see the new crop come through and and see them get their start towards their pro careers. From a coaching standpoint, I love what's been done where coaches are getting an opportunity in some different roles than they're normally in. And to me, it seems like that can be a really important thing for coaches who are trying to continue to move up the ladder. Yeah, I think you're right. Development, right? That's what we're all looking for, whether you were talking about the coaching as you just brought up there with whoever's listening to us right now, and we're fortunate for that. Thank you for doing that. In your jobs, in your organizations, in your offices, in your careers, right? Being developed, helping develop others, continuing to grow and, and, and have that growth within, yeah, it's a big deal. And for those coaches to get a chance to make that move because 
I don't know about you, but we always look at someone, let's say we, you know, we report to, or, you know, there's a boss in our group or what have you. How many times have you heard them make decisions and you think to yourself, ah, I wouldn't do it that way. Yeah. Well, just guess a few. what? Until, until you're in, until you're in that position, you're really not sure. Right. And sometimes you get in that position, you go, Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. There's a lot to consider here and being able to do this on this level before it actually happens. I think it helps these coaches uh, grow and develop themselves. Let's get into the Super Bowl a little bit. On paper, this looks like it's going to be a fantastic game between the Chiefs and the 49ers. What's your excitement level for this matchup? Oh, it's pretty high. Like, it's hard not to be excited about a Super Bowl. I think that, it, you know, when you look at them, for the most part, it's rare that you've gone into a Super Bowl and just thought, oh, my goodness, this is going to be bad. I think maybe the last time I truly felt like that was the Bears and, and Patriots hmm. <laughs> with the you know the eighty five Bears team because you just knew this this has almost no chance of being good and it wasn't and and you know for the most part we just don't have that. What I like about this is is a fairly recent rematch, a good number of players from both teams still there, the same head coaches, one quarterback change for San Francisco versus Kansas City. And enough players on that San Francisco roster that were on the team that had a 10-point lead with about seven minutes to go and lost. That's a pretty good way to go into this game for San Francisco, and especially the way they got pressed during the playoffs. They got a little battle-hardened. They didn't want to, but they did. And I think that that's a good thing for them, to have a quarterback like Brock Purdy have to play from behind and help bring his team back, and the defense have to make some key plays down the stretch. And Kansas City... I don't know how you felt about them, but I'm just telling you, the day Kadarius Tony lined up offsides against Buffalo <laughs> and had that touchdown come back, mm-hmm. I really didn't expect Kansas City to be here this year. I really didn't. It felt a lot like a team that, like a boxer who had been in a lot of brawls and wars and had gone deep so many times that maybe there just wasn't anything left in the tank. And they fooled me by snapping it back together. They went through their battle-hardened times and got it done. And that quarterback is truly one of the ages. I don't think he's playing the position better than he's ever played it. I don't care what the numbers tell me. The spectacular plays may not always be there. But he is playing quarterback at an extremely high level right now. They did look like an incredibly flawed team throughout much of the season. Is this mostly Andy Reid just being able to get this team locked back in and, and change some things offensively. We see how much they're running the ball and things like that. He's obviously changed his, uh, what they're doing to account for the personnel that he has, but it, to your point, it just feels like they're a, a different team since the playoffs got started. Yeah. And I think that they are a different team and it's a different philosophy and how they're doing things. And it tells you that Andy Reed is a coach for the ages because he's taken his ego and put it aside. And what I mean by that is, Let's face it, how's Andy Reid made his bones offensive side of the football, right? But this is a defense first team. And the roots of that go back to the Tyreek Hill trade. When they traded him out and everybody thought they were nuts for doing it, okay, they used a lot of that draft capital and emphasis to go on the defensive side of the ball. That has paid dividends for them because the defense kept them afloat for so long, still leads them into the playoffs. And the offense is finding its way better than it did during that, that, that crazy stretch we just talked about. So all in all, an offensive head coach who most of the time would be upset because his offense isn't working real well just said the defense is carrying us. We will play to it, 
and keep working to try and get our offense better. And over time, that has happened. Steve Spagnuolo is not going to win assistant coach of the year. But when we look at this Kansas City Chiefs season, getting to the Super Bowl, and if they win it, he will be a big, big piece of why, as well as those players on the defensive side of the ball. Can you speak to the power and the impact of having somebody like Patrick Mahomes on other players where you get in that huddle and you look at this guy and you've got all the confidence in the world that he's going to make you your best version of yourself, that he's going to lead you to victory. He's been there. He's done that. There's just this, this confidence and this ability of somebody like Mahomes to, to do whatever you need done at any given moment. Yeah, and when you look at it over the last two seasons, you go back to the Tyreek Hill trade, and everybody's like, oh, my goodness, there's no way. And your receivers are a little bit underwhelming at this point. you got some rookies and veterans who aren't doing anything, and they counted on Patrick Mahomes to bring them along. And it worked. They found a way. This year was even tougher. It was even less a collection of proven receivers and people who could make plays early. They led the league in drops by a significant amount. Yet by the time it was all said and done, to your point, he had figured out who his playmakers were. It's going to be Rasheed Rice on the perimeter. It's going to be Travis Kelsey at the tight end position, Isaiah Pacheco running the football, and himself making plays when he has two off schedule, and of course with his arm in his head. That's how it goes down. And he said, okay, this is how we're going to do it. This is the way we win ball games. And if a couple of you can make a couple extra plays along the way, Hello, Marcus Valdez-Scantling. Great catch to finish that one off. He fought it the whole way and almost let it get away, but he pulled it to his chest. Yes, to your point, this kid gets it done that way, and he makes believers of all. And you and I both know, after Katoni lined up offsides and he was going off on those officials, I don't think he was as mad at the officials as he was at his own team, Mm -hmm. but he couldn't turn and scream at his own team. He knew that. So he took it out on the officials and then privately behind closed doors. I guarantee there were a few conversations along the way about some guys picking things up a little bit. We're talking with CBS NFL analyst Charles Davis. Real quick on the 49ers, everybody likes to be dismissive of quarterback Brock Purdy, but here he is. He's leading his team to the Super Bowl. Where do you fall on, on him and his ability? His ability is tremendous. He has played at a really high level of the position, and I think the last two games are the best test pattern for who he is as a quarterback because I measure quarterbacks. I've I've asked a number of great coaches how they measure quarterbacks. There are a lot of different formulas and things that go into it, but with the common consensus and thread, you know what it is? How do they play when the game is on the line? Doesn't matter how they played early, <laughs> if, if they had a bad day, if they threw three picks, but when their team needs them at that moment of truth, how did they play? Well, the last two ball games, Purdy at the moment of truth, because he wasn't very good, right? In the first one, first playoff game against, uh, was that, um, who came out there and played them out west? Uh, uh, wasn't Tampa? Oh, the first Green game. Bay. Yeah. It's Green, Green Bay. Bay. Green Bay, boy. I, I, I got to take some ginkgo. Sorry about that. No, um, they didn't play very. He didn't play very well. Remember that great shot of him dropping back and then wiping the water off his hand yeah. while the play was in, in, in motion. Everybody started, oh, God, can he handle? Can he do? Well, down the stretch, he played really well. Okay, he made the throws that need to be made, helped bring San Francisco back. How about last week? 
not just the throws, but also utilizing his ability to get out of trouble from the pocket, run for first downs, keep the chains moving, hit the right throws at the key times. Back-to-back weeks showing that championship grit, the type of quarterback you have to have when the game's on the line. I fall in the area that this is a very good quarterback, and I said it on air a bunch of weeks ago, and I stand by it. When you're Mr. Irrelevant and you're the last pick of the draft, we have said as evaluators, we don't think you're very good. And so when you start showing that's different, it often takes us a long time to come around and give you credit because we don't look so smart because you've yeah. made us look really stupid that way. And I think that's part of what Brock, Brock Purdy is absorbing. Charles, last thing for you real quick, just a different topic. You're a Tennessee guy. Right now, we're the, the NCAA is coming back after Tennessee. Now they're they're suing back, and, and it looks like restrictions on name, image, likeness may completely go away because of the courts. We're already seeing transfer rules. Yep. The court's saying that there, there can be no restrictions on that. Are, are we moving towards a, a place in college athletics where the court system is essentially just going to remove all restrictions and it's going to be completely the wild, wild west and the NCAA can't do much about it? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. We've been moving that direction for a long time now, and I think everyone sees the future, and the future says that the top college football programs, you're going to have to buy in at a certain level, right? A certain amount of money is going to have to be it if you want to play with the play with the big people. And eventually we're going to – I think college football is going to look a lot like the NFL with divisions across the country, a commissioner, <laughs> all of those things. Because if you look at college football staffs right now, they look like pro staffs. They yeah. have general managers. They have player personnel people. The whole deal. We are headed in that direction. My university is not going to take this one lying down, as you can see already. And I think when it's all said and done, we'll have another set of quote-unquote rules or how we're going to play moving forward. I just hope everything comes out fairly because I don't think my school did anything different than everyone else is doing out there with NIL. I would certainly tend to agree with that. He is the uh, great Charles Davis, uh, NFL analyst with uh, CBS, does a lot of other things as well. Charles, thank you so much for uh, taking the time. Have a wonderful weekend, and uh, enjoy the Super Bowl next weekend. Thanks a lot. You take care of yourself, and the same to you. Have a great 2024. Awesome. Very good. There's Charles Davis joining us on the program. We appreciate him taking a, a few moments with us. I'm telling this this thing that's going on with Tennessee right now, we're probably going to spend some more time talking about it next week because we might be at an... There's been so many changes and so much going on uh, when it comes to the NCAA, and obviously name, image, likeness is still, still something that is uh, relatively new, but where we're going with this right now and what the developments of the last week with the NCAA coming after Tennessee and then Tennessee just throwing it right back at them and taking it to the court system, this is something that could change college athletics forever. I'm not trying to uh, to overstate anything, but it is something that could absolutely change college athletics forever. And like I said, we'll probably spend some more time with that uh, coming up next week. One more segment to go. We'll come back and we will uh, wrap up at this week's worth of uh, shows. It is a Gray Bar Sports Open Line on a Friday night here on KMOX. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, 
Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L King. The King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. This is America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Starting to wrap up this edition of a Gray Bar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Only have about a minute left in the program tonight. Uh, coming up when I get done, we've got the uh, takeout with Major Garrett. And then uh, the Rachel Zimmerman show will be coming your way this evening from uh, 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock. You do not want to miss that. Have a uh, have a busy weekend this weekend here on KMOX, including SLU basketball still trying to get things going they, uh, you know, we were talking earlier about Missouri and their struggles. St. Louis U right there as well. It, it is a, um, it is a struggle for sure for them right now. They are just one and seven and eight ten play. They're going to uh, match up against Fordham. You know, early on in the season, SLU was pretty good. They were pretty good at home. That was the one thing that they really had going for them, and that has kind of dissipated out a little bit here recently. If they're going to find a way to turn this around and try to make this respectable before the season comes to an end and give themselves a fighting chance in the A-10 tournament, uh, first thing they got to do is start winning their home games. So they're going to be home tomorrow, a 1.30 tip-off. That means coverage with Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. Tomorrow is set to begin at 1.15. That's going to do it for the program tonight. Thanks for being tuned in. We'll have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday here on KMOX.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.